Yeah, hello everyone. Um, <laughs> I think I need to start by apologizing for ghosting, ghosting you guys. It's um, it's been a lot. Like the pandemic has ended, uh, lives are back to normal. Um, for looking at my location, going back to the office, you know, everything restarting once again, and then new strategies here and there, uh, and 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 all of that. But of course, I I understand that they you also agree with me that the purpose of Ecofact as a den was to inform you of um, economic happenings and you know um, educate a lot of people as to the implications, economic implications of the. COVID-19 pandemic um, for their businesses, for their individual lives, and you know, for and, and what have you. But I think I'm back, and um, we will definitely continue um, a few episodes. Not consistent. I'm not going to show you. It's going to be coming every week. It's not going to be coming every month. But once in a while, we'll come here and then talk about you know things that are happening. And trust me, there's a very after this episode. I just this is just like coming back you know practically because after this episode i will be talking about something um that is that would really catch your fancy trust me it will catch your fancy i'll, I'll give you the topic at the end of this um of this um, episode so a lot has been happening globally and here in nigeria trust me um oh my god russia ukraine crisis that started sometime in february this year has escalated a lot of things you know and it begins to put question on subjects like a multilateral trade, where um, um, trade should be between multiple countries as against um, bilateral trade, which is just two countries. Um, the concept of global commons, like if it affects me, it's going to affect you, right? You know, a lot of concepts will definitely, definitely has to come in. So I'm not even going to title this episode anything, but... Uh, at the end, I think I feel like talking about um, Nigeria's latest inflation figures, 18.60%, and um, CBN, the Central Bank of Nigeria's um, latest increase in interest rates. You know, I'll just talk about that a little bit, but it's going to be a lot of banter, left, right, and center. Like, I'll be talking about a lot of things together. So, um, just sit back and you know just just enjoy this you know just listen to this and it's just like a welcome back kind of thing you know so it's not going to be it's going to be a bit informal it's not going to be too formal like the other episodes like uptight and the rest trying to define terms you know trying to explain concepts and conventions in in economics and and and, and what have you but just sit back and try as much as possible to take this in as much as you can and um i just find a place in your heart to uh forgive my absence right it's it's been a lot but i'm back here and um ecofax is back once again i will be doing this at, at intervals right yeah so talk to you soon Yeah, so that's it. Um, if you have been following global trends, um, you understand that um, uh, Russia invaded Ukraine. Um, I don't want to go into the whole world details. It's everywhere. You can read about it. It's, everybody knows about it. They're talking about it in schools and universities now and the implication of the um, Russia invasion, Vladimir Putin's invasion of... Uh, it's not the Russia invasion. I think Vladimir Putin's invasion of Ukraine because it's really one man behind, you know, if you hear comments regarding um, other um, Russians, you know, just side comments like they don't support the Russian war. We do not support the Russian war. Nigeria has even... Um, as even um, uh, condemned it, the United Nations 
security council and what have you so it's not like anybody's supporting anything but Russia invaded Ukraine and a lot of sanctions has been placed on Russia uh, for on the oligarchs. Oligarchs are those that are rich, the few rich people, you know, um, money in the hands of few, right? They're called oligarchy, right? So it's a concept from oligarchy, right? From oligarchs, right? Rich people, but there are very few of them. Sanction them. Some of us heard about the implications it had on Chelsea Football Club. Right, for those of us that watch football a lot, um, Chelsea was sanctioned, they could not, fans could not get um, tickets. Those that were in the stadiums and those that got tickets for the whole season, they could not sell new tickets. Um, getting new funding was impossible because their owner, um, Ibrahimovic, was sanctioned and he could not, in fact, his accounts were frozen. So these are things that, you know, a lot of sanctions came on. Russian oligarchs, Russian as an economy, you know, and then Russia has begun to retaliate. But of course, I will not talk about that. I will talk about more of the implication it has on the global economy. Ukraine, for example, is one of the biggest wheat suppliers. Wheat, like what they used to make bread, right? Wheat suppliers globally, right? Russia is one of the biggest gas suppliers to Europe. And of course, the global economy, if, if, if I'm going to put it in a more um, holistic way, right? So, Wheat supply has been affected. Um, there's this product I can't remember for fertilizer. Uh, it has been affected. Of course, Dangote is cashing out on that very big, but that's a different discourse entirely, right? And these things have actually come up. And what is it affecting? It's affecting cost of staple foods like bread, for example, in not just Europe but also in Africa. Uh, Asset today in Nigeria. Um, bread producers are actually planning on a strike so there will be no bread for those that love bread right some of us are feed farm <laughs> right for those that love bread you know um, you might not get your bread even though the, the, the price has tripled I'm talking of a loaf of bread as I, I, can, I can remember 300 naira in Nigeria right now is around 900 1000 naira right a basic loaf of bread I'm talking of the bread that has shoulders not the one that you know has more levels you know so it's just to understand how bad this has come it's just because of the whole russia and ukraine crisis and of course gas prices fuel prices you know if you look at the american economy right now um biden is almost in trouble um european leaders are almost in trouble because inflation in not just america but in europe has almost has increased in you're talking about over 40 years high inflation rates of over 40 years in in america in europe in france in other countries gas prices in the us i think i said this week is around four dollar sixty or thereabouts. sorry if i'm if i'm wrong i'm just you know speaking based on the information i have maybe it's not it might not be correct it might not be accurate so allow the margin for error right so these things are affecting economies globally you can see it's what we call tickle down hypothesis in economics where an action from somewhere tickles down it affects it's called a ripple effect yes i think ripple effect is better but tickle down is more of an economic term so because the purpose of ecofact is to explain terminologies so i try as much as possible to bring out some terminologies as i'm speaking about these stories you now affecting and now the Nigerian, the Nigerian market is also being affected. How is it affecting the Nigerian market? Cost of food prices are increasing. Imported items are increasing. You know, and then we have issue of um, subsidy removal, whether to remove subsidy or not. Petroleum markets, prime um, um, marketers are talking about um, cost of logistics because of diesel prices that has tripled. 
did I use the word triple or quadrupled? You're talking about diesel prices around 200 naira, right? It's around 800 naira now. Business cost, because this is how these things work. You know, in Nigeria here, you have a situation where um, there is epileptic power supply from the grid. Grid power is federal government supplying, you know, electricity to, to consumers. It's cheaper, right? And then alternative power is when organizations or individuals decide to put their generators in their houses and then generate their own power so they can have lights. For production companies, for example, um, they cannot rely on grid power, so they put generators. And from statistics, giving you real statistics here, 55% of business cost of business revenue, revenue from businesses go into the cost of power, right? So if, for example, a business is earning in a year um, 10 million, or let's say a millionaire, let me just make it simple, a millionaire, 55% of that, that's 550,000 naira, goes into generating power, right? So if diesel prices quadruples, what it means is that the cost of production goes high, right? Cost of production goes high. Now, what happens is the cost of the product that is being produced will now be high in the market so that it can cover for the cost, right, that has been made. I'm, go- I'm, I'm going somewhere because I want to explain some things related to Nigerian's inflation. Now, when this happens, it means that so much more money will be used to buy the same existing item. And that is the definition of inflation more money chasing the same good if x bread is being gotten for x x naira and now the same x bread is now being gotten from for x x x x naira it means there is inflation that's just the definition so nigeria's inflation because of business cost diesel prices um, supply chain disruptions, for example, um, the fact that uh, um, Russia-Ukraine crisis for wheat and other uh, commodities that have been affected. Now, prices of items are increasing, right? So, inflation rates from around 14% towards the uh, 15%, rather 15.8% towards the start of the year, it is now 18.60%. And in the next few months, while well, we're talking about 21, 22, 23%, I can predict for a fact that before the end of the year, Nigeria is going to record um, an inflation of around 24, 25%. Um, if the National Bureau of Statistics, which is the okay, let me not go into that right now, let me not bore you with all this whole. With all this old stuff so that's exactly where we are right now so you now i'm sure you understand why prices of goods are increasing it is cost it is business cost right it's transferred right to the consumers um they always say the uh in in taxation the oh there's a word they call it i can i can i can remember now but if i remember in the course of discussion i, I will let you know um the incidence of taxation for example um who suffers the brunt of taxes is always the final consumer Right, who suffers the brunt of increased cost is always the final consumer at the end of the day because everything is transferred. The business needs to make revenue. They need to, you know, they they need to send money to their shareholders and what have you. So I'm not going to bore you with that. It's getting too long, right? But I'm sure you're enjoying this. So now, two days ago in Nigeria, here the Central Bank of Nigeria decided to increase what we call interest rates from. 13% to 14%, 100 basis points, that's what they call it. Now, 
interest rates is one of the most important statistics in global economy right whether in the us in europe or in africa right and it's been done it's been um it's been what i call it maneuvered i let me to use one maneuvered by the central banks of countries they look at inflation and then they decide how the interest rate is going to look like so how does what does it, how, how does interest rate concern us right now interest rate is the rate at which the central bank borrows money to the commercial banks the central bank is the lender to the banks right so the bank lends money to you and me the central bank lends money to the banks to lend to us right because the bank the central bank produces the money but i'm not going to go into all of that right now there is there is economics of lending from the central bank to commercial banks maybe i'll do that in another episode entirely so now if the central bank decides to give money to the banks at 14%, which is the current interest rate, what that means for the banks is that the bank can be able to give you money at an interest rate higher than 14%, maybe 20%, so that the bank makes a margin of 6%. They collect the money at 14%, they give you at 20%, they make a margin of 6% to pay their salaries to, for their operational cost. And at times, we know that interest rate is around 25% in Nigeria here, right? Quarter of 100, practically. Maybe it's going to be like 27%, 28%, right? So, higher cost of getting loans. Also, for those that want to put money in the banks, it's a sweet time because since the banks are, the interest rate has increased, right? So, your interest on deposits has also increased. So if you're putting money in fixed deposits, for example, and the bank was telling you that, oh, we can give it to you, where we're going to collect your money at 9%, you'd be like, ah, the central bank has increased interest rates, so you have to increase my interest rate too. So it is, it is, it is now more encouraging to keep your money. That is what we call a contractionary policy. What it means is that people, instead of spending, when they hear that interest rate has increased, they take their money and put it in the banks. So, money will go out of circulation from an expenditure point of view. So, that, that is one way to control money flow in an economy. But, inflation, the current inflation, there are two types, two major types of inflation, and that's, I'll do that in two minutes. Two types of inflation. There is the cost push inflation. I mean, the prices of products are increasing because of cost. Like I explained already. So Nigerians' inflation now is cost push. Price of diesel, supply chain disruptions, um, food prices that are coming from as insecurity from the north, for example, the northwest and northeast, affecting farmers from producing so much. So there is less supply because of you know disruption so it is it is cost inclined it increases cost because there are lesser products in the market compared to when you have everything flowing as normal no insecurity no high diesel cost and no f- high fuel price and the rest of them so this is cost push and there's another kind of inflation called demand pull inflation now demand pull inflation is a kind of inflation where that because of increase in salaries for example ministry, let's say for example um money they flow when put it that way like there's money in the economy um the government decides to increase salaries of of civil servants for example and because you have so much money you'll be like oh i have i used to earn fifty thousand naira and i'm any hundred thousand naira now i want to buy more things so so much money will now be chasing few goods 
in that case, it becomes a, it becomes a function of demand because you have more purchasing power. But right now, there is really no much money in circulation. The cost of inflation is cost push. So I'm beginning to I'm beginning to query um, central banks' um, initiative or central banks' policy with reference to increase increasing interest rates because at the end of the day, the reason for increasing interest rates is not necessarily because there's so much money you're not trying to take money out of circulation, but because the reason is because of supply chain disruptions is because of high cost of production. So what do you do in that situation? is to look at the businesses that are producing foods that are being demanded by a large populace and subsidize their cost from there. What that will now do is to reduce their cost of production in like, say, for example, okay, it's going to be like four months. I'm going to reduce your cost of production for the next four months. So when the prices drop, people can now afford it and inflation begins to subside as a result of that. So it's supposed to be an intervention strategy from the central bank as against having a policy of increasing interest rates. So that's how interest rate works, you know, and of 17 minutes already. It's just like a welcome back thing. So I'm not going to take so much time, you know, talking, talking and talking about this. But once again, it's nice to have you back. I don't know the title to call this, just general economic banter, right? Um, Russia, Ukraine, implications for inflation in Nigeria, you know, and then, of course, um, central bank um, policy on um, monetary policy rates that was just increased by 100 basis points from 13% to to 14%. And uh, I believe you enjoyed this episode, right? And I will stop here. I don't want to make, I want to bore you my... I love to have podcasts below 20 minutes and then just hear it and then you move on, you get all the information you want. And trust me, the next episode, please look forward to it. As I mentioned at the beginning, next episode, I'll be talking about the economics, the economics of Gen Z's versus millennials. The economics of value, Gen Z's versus millennials. I, I, I am building something up around that, you know. This podcast is going to be more informative. Young people will listen and then get while you're understanding economics, you'll be getting lessons from it and actions that needs to be taken. The economics of value, Gen Z's versus millennials. Look forward to that. I don't know when I'll be doing that. I'm not going to promise I'm not going to fix the time, but just look forward to that. So it's nice to have you here once again, and uh, I'll be more available, right? I promise that. Take care of yourself and have a great day ahead. Bye.